Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Give us a text 0457 736 736. Uh, and also follow us on uh, Instagram, follow us on TikTok as well. Uh, and you can give us a call 1300 But uh, huge uh, words overnight. Uh, Paul Crawley, he wrote, uh, if the Wallabies think Joseph Suali'i is going to solve their problems, they're kidding themselves. Um, and then also uh, last night he was quoted saying that essentially uh, he is the most overhyped young player of this era. Uh, wow. And essentially, basically, essentially said that, uh, and I, I you know head over to Fox Lead to to actually watch the video, but he essentially said that you know the the Roosters moved heaven and earth, and you know he put all these clauses in his contracts, and you know he hasn't delivered this year. Um, so really, really, I guess, strong words about a young kid that has uh, just turned 20, I think, yesterday or the day before. So we're talking about a guy really at the start of his career. Um, what were your thoughts on the, you know, with the whole Suwali'i thing? And you know, I, I think that, yeah, what are your thoughts, Smitty? Well, for starters, um, <clears throat> I don't know, has the Wallabies come out and said he will save us? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. So I, that, that, that comment's just completely out the window. And also, too, to say, you know, to sort of single out um, Joseph in a season where the Roosters have been awful. Like, let's be honest, they they have not been great at all. Watching them play the other night against the Broncos, they were, I don't know what they were, actually. They just, they were flat. They lacked energy. Um, they come up with a couple of, you know, good plays with the football. Like, they, they played a physical style of footy. They they, they were up for the, the contest physically, but they just had no answers with the football like everything that they threw at the Broncos the Broncos were just swallowing up like mm. it just the only time they looked anywhere near dangerous was when they were putting cross kicks across field to their their wingers um outside of that like they're just they're they putting on some set plays and they were just running into brick walls yeah. Broncos defensive line they're just running into Broncos jerseys so you know to, to single out you know Joseph and saying that you know he's overrated and um, yeah, the hype around him has just been ridiculous. Like, he's playing in a side that is not playing well at all mm. at the moment. So, you know, if you want to single out a guy that's playing out in the wing or playing in the centres, um, that really a lot of his role is affected by what's going on, on the inside, then, you know, that's 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 your opinion. But, again, I'll, I'll, I'll say a similar point to what we are talking about with Latrell earlier. I bet if you put him on the open market and just said, look, just take him, every single team would, would want him. Mm-hmm. Every single team would want him. And that would show his value in this in our sport and in the competition that you'd be mad not to take him. Mm. You would be mad. And, you know, like to say, he was, what, what was the term used? Most overhyped of this era. Well, he didn't ask to be he, – he hasn't come out, has he? Has he come out and made comment and, and, and publicly said I'm I'm the I'm the best young player in the competition? Mm. Well, the the same people saying that he's the most overhyped are the ones that hyped him up in the first place. Yep. <laughs> so maybe are you having a dig at yourself? Mm. I don't know, mate. Oh, mate, I think that it's uh it's oh. absurd that <laughs> to call him overhyped when. It is the media that hypes him up, and I'm I'm part of that. I hype players up all the time because I'm excited. I love seeing guys come in and kill it. But mm. to say that after a year of bad rugby league at a club that is absolutely struggling, 
Yeah. You know, out of all of those players in that side, he is the last one you should be directing any anger at. He's the youngest. He's the rookie. Get angry at the, the senior players if you want to get angry at anyone mm. in the Roosters. Mm. Like Suwali'i, yeah, okay. Like, I understand Roosters if they are a bit frustrated in, in the fact that he did go to rugby union. But when he put in his contract that I need to be, I have to have clauses that say that I can get released in case union comes up. It was not a secret. Everyone knew that Suwali'i was keeping his options open to go to union. Then to mm. all of a sudden, when he does go to union to turn around and target the poor kid, it's like, hang yeah. on a sec. This wasn't a secret. No, yeah. no one got hoodwinked here. This was an open negotiation. Suwali'i's been open from day dot. Mm. And I just think it's, it's such an example of they build a young kid up and they'll bring him down just as quickly. Yeah. And, you know, that's a reflection of some people in, in the media, isn't it, unfortunately? And, yeah, there's this sort of clickbait sort of stuff getting around as well. They know certain surnames get headlines and they get peop- people reading it. And a lot of the times you open it up and read the actual article and it's just a bit of a spin. Um, so I don't read too much into it, to be honest, mate. Like, any person that, that knows the game and, and looks at these individuals and the way they play and their ability, I I think majority of people that that follow our sport would say that you know he's a pretty special young talent and that he's got a very long and successful career ahead of him if if he keeps his head on and works hard which which you know I, I don't know Joseph personally I know some I know a handful of people that are quite close to him and his family and they say he's a respectful young man a very hard working young man so there are a couple of good qualities to have there at his young age moving forward in a career that you know could could be around for a long, long time. So I've got no doubt if, if he if he sticks to those, you know, good traits, particularly with you know being a hard worker with with his game and a bit. I've heard he's, he's a bit of a perfectionist as well. Um, I'm I'm sure he's got you know a lot of great years in front of him in whatever sport he's playing. Mm. And I, like the people that try to use the fact that he put all these clauses in, it's like look, they're consenting negotiators. Like the, both parties have consented to these clauses. So to put all the blame on the kid, <laughs> yeah. and not the people that put the clauses in, it's yeah. just it just makes no sense to me that Suwali's being targeted. Kempi, especially, and again, like you know, I'm talking about you know not getting dragged into this these some of these rubbish um, articles, but. The same people that are bagging him for this stuff, like they talk about how good of, uh, how professional the Roosters are as an organisation and the front office and you know the smart business people running running the show. Well, they're the ones that sign off on the contracts. Yep. yep. So squash that point too. Yeah, it's just I just don't understand it. How quickly he's twenty. He just turned twenty. He tell me a single club that has a twenty-year-old in their roster. They might be as good, but it's better than Suwali. Oh wait, a twenty-year-old that is as good or better than Suwali. There's mm. there's maybe a handful that are not even a handful. There might be three players in the NRL that come that are even, but I don't think there's anyone that has uh, more potential than Suwali. It's just bizarre to me that we so quickly run this kid down. Um, now we've got a caller. We've got a caller, uh, Ta- uh, Tane from uh, Central Coast. Hey guys, how you going? Hey Tane, good yourself. Yeah, good, good. Um, no, uh, it's uh, it's an honour actually to be talking to you two uh, fine gentlemen. And uh, good uh, on you, mate. I would just, I'd just like to put in the opinion that, uh, <laughs> yeah, strangely enough, that uh, people who don't deserve an opinion have too much of an opinion in, uh, in modern <laughs> society. And you know, for for people that are you know, couch potatoes who probably never lace on a boot to be talking about Suwali'i, 
and Latrell Mitchell, uh, and it gets gets too much groundswell. You know, it, it's it's unfounded. And and who are the who are these nobodies? You know what I mean? So uh, Latrell in particular, you know, he's used, he's put out there by the media as clickbait, and you know the, the stuff that he cops uh, you see on social media is, is ridiculous. And the, the mere fact that you know news stories quote. Fred from Nowhereville has said this on Twitter. Like, who cares? You know, so the, the opinion of the people that we want to hear from is the likes of, of you, Cam, who have been there and done that. And everything you see and hear about Latrell, his teammates love him. People who know the game love him. And all these, uh, you know, all these slobs that have never done nothing, um, you know, throw shade at him all the time. So um, I, I, I really feel for, the, you know, the modern-day player and what they have to go through on that side of things. Mate. Yeah, it's a great call from Tane. And, and I know you've got a strong opinion on this type of stuff, Kempi. But, yeah, it's just – it's the world we're in right now, isn't it? Mm. Everyone's got their own opinion and, and they all want they want to share that. Back in the day, like when I was a young fella and you were a young fella too, Kempi, like when you heard about, you know, news of rugby league, it was just reporting about the game. Mm. That's all it was, is reporting stuff that's going on in the game and, and certain things. But now, like we still have that, but then we've got all these opinion pieces and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, as I said, you know, as Tane, you know, alluded to, like it's, it's all – bit about clickbaiting and getting numbers like views and all this sort of stuff so yeah you can get drawn into it if you want to mm. but if you just if you have your own just stick to your own opinion and keep it that way mm. i mean they've got a text here so elite having all these contract options chasing money etc is exactly why he's overhyped yeah I, I don't think you the only way he gets hyped is if the media choose to hype him you know how often we seen one year a player is in the papers all the time killing it and then the next year, he has the same stats, plays just as well, and you don't really hear about him. And mm. that's because the media can not – and look, the media – like, it's not everyone. It's, you know, yeah. everyone – there's plenty of great journos that love the game. But yeah. the media do have a very big sway on who the hyped player is of the time. The player doesn't have a say in it. Like this, Unless he's coming on his Instagram going, you know, I'm the best ever and, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, all that carry on. Then, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I would 100% agree. Bros, chill. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, so – yeah, look, I, it, it's just a bit bizarre, this whole overhype thing. It's like, you guys hyped him up. I don't yeah. I don't understand. It wasn't yeah. his fault. Um, yeah. Also, Perth and Adelaide looking to steal Magic Round. Uh, the wow. Sydney, yeah, Sydney Morning Herald is reporting the Western Australia and South Australian government are attempting to steal hosting rights for Magic Round from 2025 onwards. Now, my thoughts on this real quickly, Smithy, uh, mm. is like, I understand that the check each year might be a little bit bigger than Brisbane. But the mm. long-term effect, I think, that could like we could build such a great t- tradition at Suncorp mm-hmm. Stadium with Magic Round mm-hmm. that y- you lose out in the long-term traditional value. Like, for example, what makes Origin so great? It's the tradition side of things. Mm. And it's the same, that I think, with Magic Round. Suncorp is the perfect place. And obviously, I'm from Queensland, so I know I'm biased. But no other stadium has as good a setup for rugby league as Suncorp. I think it's crazy we're considering it. What do you reckon, Smithy? Well, when you look at the setups of, of both and you talk about those little precincts, oh, you can't go past Suncorp Stadium just with, with like Caxton Street just up the road, right on the edge of town. It's 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 a beautiful stadium, great stadium for rugby league. Um, I, I understand why they're sort of looking at other options. Okay, so you look over at South Australia, you've got um, Adelaide Oval, world-class facility, same with um, Optus Oval, um, world-class facility. I've, I've played... Um, I've played at both, and, and, and they're great grounds. But 
Um, you can't take it away from Brizzy. How many people have like that uh, been around the game for a long time? They've been up there. They've experienced Magic Weekend in Brisbane. And just said no. Nah, there's no other place you can have it. Mate. You just can't. Like you just can't. And and will it have the same? Will it have the same backing as it would? If you kept it in Brisbane, if you if you took it to Perth and you took it to Adelaide and all these places, and I and I get it, it's it's it sounds fun and um, you know you get a, all these people travelling over and all that sort of stuff, and I completely get the com- commercial side of it too, Kempy. Mm. So if there are other state governments that are willing to toss up more money than than you know the Queensland government to host the weekend, then I completely understand that. But at the cost of what? Mm-hmm. Like the unbelievable atmosphere that that is built at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane, yeah. Like it is, you're guaranteed that. Like it was, th- it was three days of sold out. Yep. Um, tickets, and the, on the last Magic round, like will you get that in Perth? Will you get that in Adelaide? I'm I'm not too sure. Like they might, but I, I think it's guaranteed in Brisbane. Well, like and in Brisbane, you know, I've been to two two in a row now. The games are great. No denying. But it's actually, you could argue there's more fun on Caxton Street. Like the fact that it's closed off and mm. you are walking in a, on the street, everyone there absolutely loves rugby league from all over the country. And I just don't think that you, you could get that same environment in Adelaide or, you know, Western Australia because you would have to get essentially everyone flying in, whereas Brisbane guarantees at least a base mm. of Brisbane fans that love the game. And I think that... W- Put it this way, like, as a fan that's gone there twice now, the memories I create each year, it creates this kind of a story for me or a, a personal connection to each year. Each year, this, ha- this happened, this happened, this happened. Mm. Whereas, like, if I don't, you know, going next year, I know where I want to go. I know where I want to sit. I create a connection, and, and I, it's just, I think if you, you put it around all the place, you don't really, If for the first time you head to Adelaide, half the time you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. And so yeah. you actually don't get the opportunity to experience this as deeply because it's getting changed each week. I, I think it'd be crazy to change it. Absolutely yeah. crazy. No, I, I think keeping Brizzy, mate. Surely. It's got to stay. It's got to stay. Surely. Uh, i got some text here. Uh, uh, okay, that's changed. I agree with Tan uh, about those opinions being ridiculous, but footy fans always pull down anyone who gives an opinion if they don't play 200-plus games first grade. I think so there needs to be a little... Uh, a line where reporters can give their opinions and they should value... Oh, for sure. Like, no one's saying that you can't have an opinion. It's that I think that players deserve the respect of a well-thought-out opinion that is true and there's no ulterior kind of reason for it. Um, you know, for example, the Suoliti one, how can someone mm. in the media call him overhyped when they hyped him up? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and so I, I, I agree. I think everyone should have an opinion in rugby league. But I, you, you're, you know, I just think that players in the game deserve the respect of like, how thought out is this opinion? Is this is this something that, you know, I've really sat down and gone, because I'm talking about a player, now he has to see all those headlines and now he has to deal with all the pressure that this comment brings on a huge mm. platform. Yeah, yep. Mate, we've had, we've had a few texts in about Magic Round as well. Hey, fellas, what about this one? Why would they steal Magic Round off Brisbane? Can we just have two Magic Rounds? Cheers, Daniel. Hey, two Magic Rounds. Wow. I don't know if well, let's it. just do that. Yeah, let's do that. I don't know if the body can handle it, Smithy. Always, always have it have it regularly in have it regularly in uh, Brisbane, and then let's just sell the other one to somewhere. I like it. Two magic rounds. More reasons uh, to go on holiday. Uh, <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't hurt me. That's for sure. <laughs>
<laughs> Tell the missus that there's another magic round. That might not go down too well. Jeez Louise. <laughs> You're trying no. to get me. You're trying to get me divorced, mate. No, I'm, I'm, no I'm not. No, no, I'm just reading out oh a, a lovely text God. from one of our, our great listeners and Daniel. Oh yeah. no, sorry, sorry, Kempy. Oh man, sorry. I'm gonna have to get on the phone to the wife right now. We're gonna go to a break. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side.